across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. You guys know that I'm I'm pretty experienced in this business. Been at this game. Had my I had my license in Maryland for 28 years full time now. I still have a big team that's run by somebody else, Mike Sloan, my partner, but I'm an, intricately involved with him on an email basis if if not more. Uh, regularly so i know what's going on plus i had over 400 guests on the show including the ones that haven't been released yet and i see where the pain points are in real estate today and i think there's a huge pain point in listings right i think that because the mls is public now People are having to spend more and more time and more and more money and effort to get buyers, and they're getting farther and farther away from listings. And I'm a big believer that listings are the name of the game, that buyers are a byproduct of listings, and that you will get much more solid buyers from sign calls than you will from buying them from some of these sites or from anywhere else. And that you will get uh, much more commissions and a much higher profit by being a listing agent. And I think what keeps people from being listing agents is they're afraid of the listing appointment. And the reason they're afraid, because there's a lot of really heavy rejection. I mean, I can remember times in my career where I really, really, really thought that I had a listing or I really, really wanted a listing. And uh, they chose someone else. And there's a plethora of reasons why they may have chose someone else. But I just remember it, it, it hurting. It, it just getting kicked right in the gut. It keep me awake at night. Like, what did I say wrong? I swore I had rapport with the family. I swore that was in the bag. I should have closed harder. I should have zigged when they zagged. I should have set a different price. I should have set a different commission. I should have said, you know, whatever, a different marketing plan. I forgot to mention this. I forgot to mention that. You know, sometimes I made my listing appointments too short because I didn't know that they were interviewing multiple agents. And so anyways, that caused me, knowing that that's the number one pain point in the industry, to create the Certified Listing Agent Program. And this thing has taken a long time. I interviewed eight of the top real estate agents in America about their listing appointment, what they say, what they do, how they do it. And then we role-played it on screen, on camera. And then in addition to that, they gave me their pre-list books. They gave me their CMAs. They gave me their net sheets. They gave me everything. And I put it all together. We edited it in the bite-sized chunks. And uh, we created a product out of it. And so basically what you're getting is about 10 hours of video on listing appointments. And you could uh, they're segmented by agent. So if you like an agent, you can watch them over and over again. If you dislike one of the ones of the eight, then you don't have to watch them again. You can print out everything immediately. Some people are buying it just to print out all the stuff that's free with it. The 28 downloads that's included in it. But it and, and it's in, in ten minute increments. So it uh, so you 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 watch five to twelve minutes of video and then you take a small quiz, 
and then you watch another five to 12 minutes and you take a small quiz. So it's bite size. So you can get through it. Go on the appointment. Take a little bit more. Go on the appointment. Take a little bit more. Go eat lunch. Take a little bit more or, or spread it out over a year. You know, we've had a lot of people already sign up. We've had 10 graduates so far. I'm, I can see where the progress is. I have a lot of people over 50% done. And in my mind, because I'm ADD, it, it sure as heck beats being in a stuffy classroom listening to a lecture. Because here you're getting real people saying real meat and potatoes, and it's in bite-sized chunks. And you're forced to take a quiz and get an 80% pass rate on it to keep you alert. And it's just a lot better way, in my opinion, to learn so if you want to learn more about it, go to hybendigital.com backslash discount and get the discount that we're offering now. That's hybendigital backslash discount. You'll get my personal podcast discount by going there and take a look, you know, see what you think. It comes with my personal guarantee, 100% guaranteed money back guarantee. Look, if you take it and you think it, it it stinks, I'll give you your money back. You can go on Google and Google my name, and I'm personally guaranteeing this. I'm very, very easy to find, right? Just send me an email. I promise you, I'll, I'll give you your money back. But that's how confident I'm better. I mean, it took us a long time to do this and a lot of money, and, and it is solid. I mean, it, this is not a cheap waste of somebody's time. You take this course, you're going to beat the competition. You take this course, you're going to feel so much better going in on the listing point. You're going to have a Superman cape on or a Super Wonder Woman cape on if you take this 10 hours. It may take you 15 hours with the test or whatever. If you put the time in, uh, it will be worth it. Anyways, check it out. Hybendigital.com backslash discount to get your discount on it. Okay, Rockstar Nation, we have a special guest today from Nashville, Tennessee. Mr. Josh Anderson is on the line, and he is a first-time guest, and I'm excited. He's knocking things dead out there, and, and got a lot of good meat and potatoes to share. So without further ado, Josh, welcome to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Appreciate the opportunity. Josh, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself so they can get to know you better? Yeah, so I'm I'm originally from Nashville, actually from Franklin, Tennessee. Um, our office is in Nashville. Um, been in the business since April of 2006. Uh, 2015, we did about 240 transactions uh, for about 81 million in volume. This year, we're on track to do a little over 100 million and right around 300 transactions. Wow, wow. So what's your ECI, your ego commission income? <laughs> Uh, I try to, I try to, I try to keep that out of there from a from an ego standpoint. <laughs> Good. Well, what's your net profit then? Um, our net, our net profit percentage wise in 2015 was about 43 percent, and in 2014 it was about 53 percent. So we're trying to keep it around that, right around that 40 percent margin. That's awesome. And and so, what would the gross be then? Well, the the net on that number was right at a million dollars. So yeah. you, you made a million dollars and yeah. congratulations. Thank you. That's great. That's awesome. Okay. So now we got to find out how, so how did you do it? <laughs> what do, what are you guys doing there? First of all, how long you've been doing this? So I got in the business in April of 2006. So I honestly didn't, didn't know any better. It was like, I got the tail end of the good stuff and then it was kind of downhill from there, which also was kind of a good thing, I think, because I didn't really know any better. So I just came in and 
you know, I think I think one of the things that I've done really well is just I, I do the basics consistently uh, and persistently. So it's uh, consistent persistence. Every day I come in and do the exact same thing. I lead generate for three to four hours, and uh, I go on my listing appointments and. Nothing real crazy or sexy about what I do. We just we just stick to the tried and true. Well, I don't think there's anybody out there listening that wouldn't like to know how and wouldn't like to themselves start out and it, over a 10-year period earn a million dollars on year 10, no matter what it took. Because, you know, um, that's that's the goal, right? That's the, sure. that, that's the bell to ring. So so we need to find out. Let's start out with the first year and then kind of take you up for the next nine years, you know, not year by year, but find out what what you did the first year, how you built it to where you're netting a million dollars a year. So first sure. first year, how many houses did you sell? You know, I think we sold, I think I sold 23 houses my first year. Um, and, you know, in your first year, I don't think you, you're just kind of, Back then, it was uh, we we had Camp Four Four Three, and and I just kind of did tons of open houses. I don't know that I actually closed any deals out of open houses, um, maybe one or two, but it was really getting comfortable around people and talking the language and you know those type of things. So twenty three houses, and then the next year, you know, it was forty eight houses, and then seventy eight houses, and then so every year it was me for the first three years really pumping not really taking any salary or anything. We just pumped all the dollars back into marketing and advertising the, the, the business. So, okay. So, so let's get specific here. So first of all, first year, like how'd you get the 23 houses? So my, my goal the first year, I didn't, I didn't have an actual number dollar volume. My goal was the guy that got me into Keller Williams, got me into real estate, um, who's no longer in real estate. My goal was to beat him. And I think he did $3.3 million in volume his first year. And I ended up doing like 3.4. So it was, um, I, I didn't have all my metrics of what I wanted to do. Um, but I, I think that I came into the office and the one of the things that I did correctly, I think was um, I built an Excel database of everybody I knew in town and I wrote handwritten notes to everybody and then so if I did 10 handwritten notes a day three days later my goal would be to call them make sure they got it have a conversation with them make sure I had their correct email address and phone number to update my Excel um, and then I sent them an email recap and so and then I just kind of built on that and and my second job in in my first and I think it's always a little bit, but my first three years especially, I just I networked like crazy. I was on nonprofit boards. I was I was out networking, meeting any anyone and everyone I could possibly meet. Yeah, you know, I tell people that, you know, I mean, you gotta get out there, right? You gotta shake hands, you gotta pass out cards, you gotta you gotta work everything works, nothing doesn't. If right. your if your intention is to get business. That's right. You know, if your intention is to just party or to just you know, uh, make new friends. That's one thing. But if you go out there with the intention of getting business, earning commissions, finding the seller or the buyer in the crowd, everything works. Sure. I think what, I think one of my goals, maybe somebody, somebody told me it was one of those things that I wanted to meet as many, it was kind of a numbers game. I wanted to meet as many people as I could possibly meet. I wanted to 
ask them if they knew anybody looking to buy or sell or invest. But I also was trying to add as much value to that relationship as possible. So if I connected enough other people, I would get what I needed or wanted as a byproduct. Yes, absolutely. hundred percent. I heard a guy recently on a podcast say, you know, don't think about making a million dollars. Think about giving away a million dollars of value. Right. Yeah. So same thing. I love that. I love that. Okay. So, so now take me down, you know, year two, three, four. How, how'd you double your business 50, 70, 80% added on every year consistently for, sure. you know, that first five years or so? Yeah, I think it was, I think it was just continuing to do the things that I had been doing and then layering in um, some of the marketing and advertising, um, trying to automate a certain amount of you know, farming, um, postcards, um, and, and, you know, I kept layering in more and more lead generation. So it was, you know, kind of started out with two hours and then it kind of morphed into, I started at eight o'clock and ended at, you know, between 1130 and 12 o'clock every day. And then I would go to lunch with somebody and network, um, or I'd try to go to coffees or, and then I'd set up my appointments for the afternoon. So it was really just you know, as boring as it sounds, it was just kind of building on what the foundation that I created. I don't know that I knew that I was doing it, but I created um, the basics and I did those really well and I just continued to grow from there. And at year three, you know, I think I think year two and a half or so, I got an assistant and that really took tons of stuff off my plate uh, as far as leverage and Nobody wants me to do contract to close. I, I'm I'm not a paperwork guy, and so it, I knew immediately after after my first transaction, I think I knew that I was not good at turning in earnest money and paperwork and all that. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's good that you recognize your strengths and weaknesses and, you know, capitalize on your strengths and and, and give your weaknesses to other people that that are that have your weaknesses as their strengths. Sure. And you did that successfully. So, okay, so now you you know you're going from thirty to forty. Now you're up to three hundred, right? Uh, we're at we did two hundred and forty last year. We'll do around three hundred this year. Okay, so, so where where did all those come from? So, um, believe it or not, the majority of my business. So, so in 2015, 73 percent of our business came from past clients and referrals. Um, so that's a big piece of our business. That's is, huge. It's huge. And so, I, you know, it's one of those things. The difference of that is all is really um, signs and yards and radio. Um, so it's one of those things. The majority of our business comes from all of our our clients that we're we're customer service uh, oriented. And so we have probably more admin, more employees than somebody else, other teams our size. But it's because we get business out of that. And so, uh, you, know, you know, I like that because it's, in my opinion, and, and obviously it's, it's proven itself with you, is that your profit margin is a lot higher because your, your right. cost of goods sold is less because you're not giving away all these commissions. And you're able to control the customer experience and, and give a lot better service. Right. You know, the, the, these teams that have a really, really bad customer service, agent service, they're totally understaffed and, yeah. and many times over-agented. Yeah, I talk to a lot of them that seem like I just don't know how their client care managers or their transaction coordinators are doing the amount of transactions. You know, I mean, I talked to somebody a couple of weeks ago and they do 300 transactions and they have two administrative people. 
total for marketing, transaction coordination, everything. And I'm sitting there going, I have like eight or nine and I don't, I just, I don't understand how they're doing it. Unless they, they do an absolute shitty job right. of, of doing it. I, I just bought a house myself and the team that sold it to me was so understaffed that they let the home inspection expire. So to, to put this into perspective, basically I filled out what repairs I wanted immediately, like within 24 hours, sent it over. Nine more days passed. Wow. And then on the 10th day, I, I, I could have been a dick and just said, hey, well, it looks like your seller's repairing my stuff because they never responded. But instead I just said, hey, you know, the 10th day, it's expired today. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. This person was supposed to do it and this person was supposed to do it. So the seller could have got screwed and I was a nice guy about it. But that's the type of stuff that happens. It's pretty egregious. I mean, that's not a little right. deal. No, no. And that's where we, you know, I, I always, I hammer our transaction coordinators and client care. You know, I, I tell them, if you're going to send a document, you have to pick up the phone. There's a lot of people that we work with that don't have email or they, you know, we have to go meet them or um, whatever the case is. I say, you have to pick up the phone and let them know that you are about to send a document or you've just sent a document and just to make sure that they know to check their email in a timely manner. And you can do that when you're overstaffed and it feels good and you can go home and sleep at night knowing that, right. you know, you, yeah, I love that. So that's great. That's good stuff. And, and it's obviously paying off for you. Okay. So 73%. Past client referral, what what are you doing? What systems, here's the question, sure. what systems do you have in place to ensure that this happens and to create this? Yeah, I think, I think part of what we have is we have a system and a process. Literally, if you have to do it more than once, we have a system and process for everything. And so it's a little, it's probably a little bit overboard for a lot of people, but for me, if I have to do something more than once or twice, why not have a system for it? Um, just And it needs to be broken out into to where a 12-year-old can understand it. Um, mm. If not, then I can't plug and play a new administrative person into that position. So, But to answer your question, I mean, a lot of what we do to get that business, we do a lot of client events. We do housewarming parties for, for clients that have just closed. We want them to feel great about purchasing a home and purchasing a home from us and us being able to help them um, because it's such a big decision and, and people don't do it every day. Um, we want them to show it off to their friends and family. So we pay for housewarming parties, for example, and we do the invitations. We do email in, invites. Um, that way we have their all their friends' mailing addresses, their phone numbers, and their email. And that way we can we can – we would rather – demographically farm to friends of people that have worked with us than geographically farm. So that's one thing. And then a lot of it is we're just, we're client eccentric as far as um, events. So we have at least one family event a year that is uh, from the Anderson Group Real Estate Services. So we might do a pumpkin patch in October and we might reserve it and have out all of our clients and referral sources. We might do a couple of happy hours. We might do you know, a football game or a baseball game. There's just so many different things we do. We do barbecues. We do, um, and a lot of those are things that we get um, our vendors to help us with um, because they're also their clients. 
Yeah, you mean like your your mortgage officer that you use a lot, and your title yeah, company, our yeah, title company, or our inspection, you know, home inspectors, things like that. We get a lot of those people that are at our client events are also their clients or customers, so we just do them together. So when you do this housewarming party, right? So right. everybody that buys a house from you gets a housewarming party. We offer it to everybody. You know, there's a lot of people that don't take us up on it, um, just because their home might not be ready to. Uh, they, it might be a fixer-upper and they're not ready, and we tell them, you know, it doesn't expire. It could be a, a year down the road we can do one. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, the thought is we pay for 25 people to come over. If they want to have more than that, they can. We just kind of have a set dollar amount. Um, there's always variations based on price points and things like that. But it's um, we typically invite 25 or 30 people, and we pay for everything. So we do margarita machines and then we have, it might be, we kind of do three or four themes to make it a little bit easier for both us and the people. So it might be, you know, a Mexican fiesta. It might be just pizza. It might be barbecue. That makes it a little bit easier than them trying to coordinate and find which restaurants they want to go to and this and that. Um, so it makes it, now that we've done it so many times, it's fairly simple. Multiple people from the team show up, shake hands, you know, a lot of times it's like, wow, you know, we get to we get to meet and all their friends, and so it's almost a party for us as much as it is for them. But it's, um, you know, a lot of times their all their friends go, well, my realtor didn't do this for me, ah. and, <laughs> so it's you know, it's it's one of those things. I think it leaves a lasting impression, and it's a win for everybody. Yeah, that's amazing, and I I love the idea. Now, did you get a lot of these ideas from Michael J. Mayer? You know, I was doing those before. Michael, um, I did see and I read his book and he did have some of that. I actually was doing the housewarming party stuff before I ever read his book okay. and, and saw the checklist and kind of, you know, tweaked a couple of things on it from there. Um, but yeah, he he, uh, he definitely has, has done that as well. You know, I think it was just one of those things we sold early on. We sold several houses to friends and I was like, hey, man, once you get settled in, let's have a, you know, let's have a barbecue. Yeah, yeah invite a bunch of people over and they're, you know, they're, they're friends or friends of friends anyway. So it would be fun. So we do a, a barbecue in the backyard and have some beer and hang out. And then I started thinking about it, like, why don't we do this for everybody? I mean, this is, this is a huge way to build our network and create raving fans and just have a good time with clients and help them get settled in. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and again, everything works, you know, you put yourself out there with your intention being, you know, you want to meet their friends and sure. hand them your card and get their business just like you have, you know, you want to create what you have created, which is, you know, a hundred, sure. 200 some past client and referral transactions. Sure. One of the other things we did, part of that 73%, um, one of the big things that we do is we closed 48 transactions last year from other agents around the country, um, Remax agents, Keller Williams agents. You know, mom and pop shops, boutique. Really, forty-eight. That's massive. Yeah. So, so okay. So let's talk about this. Like, so exactly, right? Give us some actionable content. Let's say somebody's driving down the road. They've pulled over. They got yeah. their pen and paper ready. What can you say right now to tell them to do exactly what you have done because they want to get forty-eight agent referrals. Yeah. So yeah, we got a lot more than that. We, we closed 48. So one of the thing, I mean, 
we we have been really or I have been really intentional and really purposeful about going to you know family reunion and mega camp and Gary's masterminds and and really making sure people understand where Nashville is on the map and um, what areas we service. Um, so we send out an agent newsletter um, about every four to six weeks, goes to thousands of agents, and it really kind of gives them, tells them where we are, gives them some value add, and I think it's one of those things that has helped us a lot as far as um, people knowing and just being top of mind. And, um, you know, I think, I think it's just constantly being in, not in people's faces too much, but, but being, you know, one of the places, the Facebook referral groups, um, we've been intentional about that and I'm always trying to add value. And when I get off stage with Gary or I'm on a panel, you know, I, I try to give as much time and energy that I can to people that are asking questions. Cause I was probably at their point at some point in my career, I was, I was there, I had those questions. And so I'm always trying to add value or help people get to that next step as much as possible. And I think, I think people value that and appreciate that. That that's huge. Okay. So what I heard was number one, Facebook groups, right? Get on any Facebook group that, that says referrals, right? Do you have any, do you have any specific ones that uh, people should jump on? Yeah. You know, I mean, there's the, there's the NAR one there. There are a handful of different Keller Williams ones, um, those are probably the majority because I'm a Keller Williams agent. Those are probably the majority of what I'm in. But uh, I'm going to Inman next week, for example, and that's kind of the first uh, conference I'm going to outside of Keller Williams conferences. And and so really being intentional and meeting people and getting people and just there. Give, that give, give people time right? rather than rushing right. off into a class and be like, right. I, I'm in the hallway. I can't talk to you. Just give people their time you know, sure. counsel them, even though it might drain you down, just sure. keep going, keep at, maximize that because that person could potentially send you a referral. Sure. Most of those people, I mean, to be totally honest, I mean, a lot of those, a lot of those conferences, I don't go necessarily for the content, although the content is great and I've gone to a lot of the content. I'm on several of the panels. I really go to network. I mean, that that's, when I look at my dollars that I made last year off of networking at those events, it's a pretty good ROI based on what it costs me to get there and, and be there. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you wear a little country hat or something so people <laughs> know that you're from Nashville or how do you, yeah. you know, any, any tricks there or is it just no, I genuineness? Just shake, yeah. I just shake a lot of hands and stay in touch with people. And, um, you know, I, I try to, again, I just, I try to add as much value as I can in a short period of time and and, and, and then actionable and then so just to get some more detail on some actionable content for the facebook groups do you go in there and say hey it's a sunny day in nashville or are you just kind of replying and just saying hey josh from nashville here just want to let you know this or yes. how do you do that yeah yeah i mean if somebody if somebody mentions they're looking for somebody in nashville i mean i i reach out to them and really you know i mean several people's names are probably given but it's it's me wanting to be one of those people and and if they're interviewing more than one person really just kind of trying to trying to add enough value give them other agent references that we've worked with in the past and just um wanting to have that opportunity to be one of those and then really taking taking the online offline and again going back to how can i help them who can i connect them with how can i add value to another relationship in their life or to their real estate business. 
I'm wondering if there's a way you could set notifications that uh, you would be notified when someone in any of those groups says Tennessee or Nashville, because you almost have to pay somebody to to stalk those pages and wait for someone to say, hey, who knows a good agent in Nashville? Because you could miss it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're in a listing appointment or something and I mean, it happens like that. You're in a listing appointment an hour later, you look down and there's 47 replies. And yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. At that point. Yeah, it happens. I mean, there are a lot of great agents in, in and around Middle Tennessee. So there's lots of options everywhere. Tell me about a failure that you've had in the real estate business over the last 10 years and what you've learned from that and uh, how you got out from under that. God, we'd have to have a separate show for that, like a 10-hour show for all the failures. Um, one of the failures would I, you know, I think I think probably most agents' biggest struggle is continuing to lead generate and keep the pedal um, on the lead generation and, and keeping the business going and also trying to slow down and hire somebody and not only hire them but train them, onboard them, and get them up and running for that leverage piece. And and I do a fairly good job with agents um, that have come onto our team. We don't really have turnover um, because they they all do high volume and, and I think they – have good income and, and they're happy. Um, I think I think all real estate agents work our administrative people hard, um, and I think real estate's a little bit different than any other administrative position, just because there's so many moving parts and everything's really important. And that's probably been the biggest struggle that I've had is um, finding and hiring great talent. And it's one of the things that Gary always talks about is you know you're constantly looking for talent uh, and you only need a handful of it but it's um, I think that's the ongoing struggle for for myself as well as every other agent out there is how do you grow and slow you have to slow down to speed up but figuring it out and seeming like there's never enough time to put out the ads filter through the resumes recruit select them or do the career visioning on them I mean there's a lot that goes into that and it's so you know that's one of our big things these days is constantly looking for talent. If I'm at Starbucks and the barista's being slammed and she's having a phenomenal, you know, she's got a smile on her face through all that, I give people my card. Like, hey, if you ever want to change industries, let's talk. Yeah, yeah, that's great stuff. I mean, and I believe that too because sometimes I, I just feel energy from people and I'm like, wow, you know, they're in the wrong job. right. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. So m the majority of your big mistakes come from, you know, hiring the wrong people, which I think that, you know, that's normal. I think you're going to go through, you know, staff and, and people. And even when you sometimes you think you got the perfect person and they end up not sure. working out or, or quitting on you. So, yeah, I think I mean, I think one of the big things for real estate agents is we get into the business to sell um, either sell homes or help people find the perfect home or get out of a bad situation. Um, and it's relationships and networking. And, you know, you never think about, oh, I'm going to have to hire somebody if I get it to a certain point of being busy. Um, we're not, we didn't get in the business necessarily to be therapists or HR department or all these other things that are kind of byproducts of being a real estate agent. And most people don't realize it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're doing 300 some units or close to 300 units. You're you've got a lot of repeat and referral business. You have a big team and you're prospecting 
three hours a day, ideally, right? How are you keeping all the crap away from you so that you're able to handle all this? I think a big piece of it again. I think it. I think it's the the leverage of the right people. Um, we have very specific um, items and and job descriptions, and you know, I tell everybody going into hiring, it's not necessarily a forty hour work week. Um, there's times when we get an offer at five p.m. on a Friday. You're going to have to do some work on the weekend. It just is what it is. So you know, it's it's delegating. I think. I think it's hard for real estate agents, but I think it's delegating certain tasks to certain people within the company. And sometimes some of those things don't necessarily fall into your job description and you just pick them up and do them. In a small business, I think that's kind of what you have to do. Some of the things are having good systems and tools. And you know, one of the things we started using last year, uh, Pat, is uh, CTE, which is uh, Commit to Excellence. It's just a, a big tracker system for all of our numbers, number of dials, number of contacts, appointments set to appointments shown, um, number of a listing appointments, goals versus actuals. In real time, it shows your GCI, your number of you know closed properties, where you need to be for the year, how you need to course correct. It shows us a snapshot of everything just by pulling it up. And what, it's okay. Really this. okay, so what's that cost? Uh, for an individual, it's it's twenty nine ninety nine a month. I mean, it's it, you're talking three hundred and fifty dollars for a year to track your numbers, and I know it's not sexy or fun, but when Wait, you, is that is what what about if you had a team? It's the same for a team. Um, they sell it to market centers, and then they sell it to individuals. So it's thirty dollars a month, and you know it's probably more than an individual needs. But I would tell them to absolutely use it. I mean, if you can save. A thousand dollars, or you can know where you're wasting money and which things aren't getting you three dollars return for every dollar you spend. Get rid of it. And uh, and and can he? Um, can you display that on a flat screen TV in the office? Yeah, we have it on a fifty inch TV. Uh, we have it on a thirty six inch in my office, and then we in our administrative office we have it on like a fifty inch. And it's through Apple TV or Google Cast. And it's, I mean, we pull it up for every team meeting. So today at one o'clock is our team meeting. We'll, we'll look at all of our numbers with the entire team there and we'll know every week. And I look at it every single day. And you, yeah. And you, and you could just leave it on there, right? Yeah. And in real time, every time it closes, one of our, you know, uh, one of our assistants goes in and updates and then it's all in real time. And that's, so. and that's called CTE. Yeah, it, uh, the website is IWantExcellence.com, and um, it's just been a game changer for us. Uh, you know, it might not work for some people, but it's it's kind of a plug and play for everything. I mean, it's got you know kind of a CEO dashboard. You can pull certain things. You can you can kind of turn certain things off. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of like doing a gecko board. And the things you want to use, great. The things you don't want to use, that's fine too. So yeah, so let's uh, let me talk to you about the Gecko board because that's what Jeff Cohn uses, and and his is ninety nine dollars a month. So, um, you know how how does it compare to the Gecko board if someone's considering, you know, CTE versus Gecko? You know, some people prefer the Gecko board. You can, I mean, if you if you've got certain things, um, you know, I mean, I guess if you're if you've been on it, um, it's probably you're probably used to it and it's hard for, for agents to change off of things. But I haven't found, 
I've looked at gecko boards. I've looked at all the different tracking systems. I haven't found anything as good as CTE for me. It's hard for me to find something that I like that my assistant also loves, and CTE was it. I mean, when you can get an assistant or an operations or an EA person looking at something and liking it as much as agents do, which I think their brains operate totally differently, I think when you can find something like that where they both like it, it's a win all the way around. So it just has everything. Um, it originally started out, the guy that created it was an uh, MCA for Keller Williams for 10 years. And so he created it all based on the MREA model and the red book that Gary wrote. Um, since then, he's he's tweaked it a little bit for all the other companies because he's gone out and um, done it done it for everybody at this point. But it tracks everything in your real estate business with regards to anything that you would be doing. Um, it's got a budget model, economic model. It's got your lead generation. It's got if you've got teams. It's got all of those. It's got all those numbers in there. Yeah, that's great. I think I'm going to go out and get it because my real estate team that uh, Mike Sloan, my partner, runs is rehabbing the office, and I was thinking about the gecko. My only concern was 99 bucks a month, and here if we can get it for 29, and yeah. and the same same thing. Hey, that makes a lot more sense, you know. Uh, when we get off the phone, I will I will email you Calvin's contact information. I'll connect you on an email. I would say give it a 30 minute demo. If you don't like it, you don't like it, but. I, it's just worked really well for us. Okay, and then and I'll put that on hybendigital.com backslash Josh Anderson. Perfect. Yep. Okay, cool. So, you know, you've seen a lot of houses in 10 years, obviously. What's the weirdest thing you've ever seen in a house? <laughs> uh, I've seen... I've um, Most recently, I actually am under contract on a house right now that uh, I walked in and there was a giant bong in the in the living room. Um, that's probably not the weirdest thing, but that was probably the most recent. I uh, thought you could probably pick that up before, before you walk in for a listing appointment. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. I guess he didn't care. Take you a know, big, right? Yeah, take a big rip off of it. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Probably would have worked and got the listing. Right. Okay, so let's wrap this up with our flagship question, and that is this, Josh. Um, let's say I took you and I put you with nine agents on a desert island. And it's not a desert island. I shouldn't use that word. It's, a, it's an island with a lot of people and a lot of commerce, and people are buying and selling houses. The only thing is you and the nine other agents don't know a soul. I give you each $500, a laptop, and a cell phone. And I tell you to go out and sell houses. Now, whoever sells the least amount of houses every week gets thrown off the island. The person that's left after 10 weeks, thereby selling the most houses and remaining on the island, wins a million dollars. How is Josh Anderson going to win this show? I am going to take that cell phone and make sure I have a charger and I'm going to lead generate. I'm going to pick up the phone and call everybody that's in that phone uh, or everybody that's in that computer uh, i'm going to call them and constantly try to add value and constantly be asking for business or or connecting to me to somebody that might be in the market in some capacity and i have a feeling that uh, what josh is going to do is basically keep that phone glued to his ear from 6 a.m to 10 p.m that's right um, and and just outwork everybody right yeah, I, I will outwork. I'm not the smartest in the room, but I will outwork somebody all day long. You know, that's a great that's a great quote that uh, I heard Will Smith say one time because they they were interviewing him, Larry King or someone. They were like, dude, you know, he's like, you know, at the end of the day, you're kind of 
you were a rapper, but you were kind of a corny rapper. You were a, you did this TV show, but you know you're not massively funny. You you've you've acted in movies, but you know at the end of the day, you're you know you're still got that kind of a monotone slant to you. How in the world? I'm paraphrasing, right? Because I'm being real negative, but he was he was more positive in it. How did you become so successful? And he goes, from the day I started working, if you put anybody next to me walking on a treadmill, they would get off the treadmill before I got off that treadmill. Absolutely. Outwork the competition. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's work for you. Congratulations. Uh, thanks so much for sharing our rock star audience. Appreciate you being so candid. I'm going to put all of Josh's information on hybendigital.com backslash Josh Anderson. And don't forget Nashville, Tennessee and surrounding areas. He is an expert at getting real estate agents paid. 48 agents got paid last year from Josh. Here's the thing. When you send a referral, you, you really don't care about anything except getting paid i got an email yesterday some guys like i'll give you 40 percent um referrals i'm like yep 40 percent of zero is zero i'm i'm looking for someone who's going to actually send me a check because chances are i'm going to send this referral and i'm going to forget about it so you can yeah you're getting paid if you send it to me there you go baby send it send it to josh keep in mind josh thanks again for coming on i wish you the best of luck and uh if i'm ever in nashville or surrounding areas we'll get together and break some bread Awesome. I appreciate the opportunity. You guys know that I'm I'm pretty experienced in this business. Been at this game. Had my I had my license in Maryland for 28 years full time now. I still have a big team that's run by somebody else, Mike Sloan, my partner, but I'm an, intricately involved with him on an email basis if if not more. Uh, regularly so i know what's going on plus i had over 400 guests on the show including the ones that haven't been released yet and i see where the pain points are in real estate today and i think there's a huge pain point in listings right i think that because the mls is public now people are having to spend more and more time and more and more money and effort to get buyers and they're getting farther and farther away from listings And I'm a big believer that listings are the name of the game, that buyers are a byproduct of listings, and that you will get much more solid buyers from sign calls than you will from buying them from some of these sites or from anywhere else, and that you will get uh, much more commissions and a much higher profit by being a listing agent. And I think what keeps people from being listing agents is they're afraid of the listing appointment and the reason they're afraid because there's a lot of really heavy rejection i mean i can remember times in my career where i really 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 thought that i had a listing or i really really wanted a listing and uh, they chose someone else and there's a plethora of reasons why they may have chose someone else but I just remember it, it, it hurting. It, it just getting kicked right in the gut. It keep me awake at night. Like, what did I say wrong? I swore I had rapport with that family. I swore that was in the bag. I should have closed harder. I should have zigged when they zagged. I should have set a different price. I should have set a different commission. I should have said, you know, whatever. A different marketing plan. I forgot to mention this. I forgot to mention that. You know, sometimes I made my listing appointments too short. 
because I didn't know that they were interviewing multiple agents. And so anyways, that caused me, knowing that that's the number one pain point in the industry, to create the Certified Listing Agent Program. And this thing has taken a long time. I interviewed eight of the top real estate agents in America about their listing appointment, what they say, what they do, how they do it. And then we role played it on screen, on camera. And then in addition to that, they gave me their pre-list books. They gave me their CMAs. They gave me their net sheets. They gave me everything. And I put it all together. We edited it in the bite-sized chunks and uh, we created a product out of it. And so basically what you're getting is about 10 hours of video on listing appointments and you could, uh, they're segmented by agent. So if you like an agent, you can watch them over and over again. If you dislike one of the ones of the eight, then you don't have to watch them again. You can print out everything immediately. Some people are buying it just to print out all the stuff that's free with it. The, the 28 downloads that's included in it. But it, and, and it's in, in 10 minute increments. So it, uh, so you, you, you watch five to 12 minutes of video and then you take a small quiz. And then you watch another five to 12 minutes and you take a small quiz. So it's bite size. So you can get through it. Go on the appointment. Take a little bit more. Go on the appointment. Take a little bit more. Go eat lunch. Take a little bit more. Or, or spread it out over a year. You know, we've had a lot of people already sign up. We've had 10 graduates so far. I'm, I can see where the progress is. I have a lot of people over 50% done. And in my mind, because I'm ADD, it, it sure as heck beats being in a stuffy classroom listening to a lecture because here you're getting real people saying real meat and potatoes and it's in bite-sized chunks and you're forced to take a quiz and get an 80% pass rate on it to keep you alert and it's just a lot better way in my opinion to learn so if you want to learn more about it go to hybendigital.com backslash discount and get the discount that we're offering now that's hybendigital backslash discount you'll get my personal podcast discount by going there and take a look you know see what you think it comes with my personal guarantee 100% guaranteed money back guarantee look if you take it and you think it, it it stinks I'll give you your money back you can go on Google and Google my name and I'm personally guarantee this I'm very very easy to find right just send me an email I promise you I'll, I'll give you your money back but that's how confident I'm better I mean it took us a long time to do this and a lot of money and, and it is solid. I mean, it, this is not a cheap waste of somebody's time. You take this course, you're going to beat the competition. You take this course, you're going to feel so much better going in on the listing point. You're going to have a Superman cape on or a Super Wonder Woman cape on if you take this 10 hours. It may take you 15 hours with the test or whatever. If you put the time in, uh, it will be worth it. Anyways, check it out. Hybendigital.com backslash discount to get your discount on it. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.